Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. My name is Jeanette Abney, and I want to thank you for joining me here for another episode here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. I want to first thank my Heavenly Father for waking me up this morning and blessing me, even though my grandson was waking me up even before and then talking about he was hungry and wanted to go home. But you know what? I just want to say a lot of individuals didn't make it this morning, which kind of brings us to the topic of this show, which is entitled Staying Positive. Now, with all that is going on in the world, many individuals are having doubts. Some are living in fear and struggling with the unknown, especially when I go on to Facebook. I look and I saw and I want to say, Patricia Dunnigan, my condolences. I just saw that you had a family member that had passed away because of the coronavirus. And this is hitting a lot of individuals. Now, when we start talking about that, a lot of times individuals say, well, why should we stay positive? Why? What in the world is going on? Now, today's show is designed to provide tips to stay positive. And like I said, I'm aware that many individuals have lost their lives, they've lost their loved ones, that they're dealing with issues, whether they're, you know, with, with their financial stability and being laid off from work. You could be like me, your grandkids not going to school and sitting in your office doing stuff you told them not to do, trying to drive your cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. You know, so there's a lot. I saw that in Compton, something blew, burned up, and, you know, it's just so much. However, developing a positive mindset can improve one's mental health as well as provide hope. And when we talk about mental health, it's interesting enough as a licensed therapist, I'm noticing that a lot of individuals are calling now more than ever wanting to seek mental health assistance regarding depression, anxiety, PTSD, relational issues, because it's just so much going on in the world today. And when we talk about these things and we say, okay, but how can I be positive in the midst of the storm? How can I, right, right, come here. Did what I tell you about that chair? How can I stay positive in the midst of a storm? Or how can I, you know, see the, the light at the end of the tunnel when all of this stuff is going on? You know, so let's talk about it. If you want to call in, give us a call at 516-387-1914 because I want to hear what you have to say because developing a positive attitude can make such a big difference in your life as well as not only in the lives of others. And when when I'm talking about in the lives of others, I mean by the fact that there's so many people going outside and doing such Don't you take my more. Because I told you There's so many individuals that are going out still trying to shop, trying to buy food with this pandemic that's going on. And, you know, a lot of times individuals don't realize how just a pure act of kindness can just go a very, very long way. 
you know, because there are individuals out there, they're being rude, they're hoarding, you know, they're just out there just, and, and you know, and I could say that a lot of individuals are acting out of fear. A lot of individuals are um, don't know what to do, and so their behaviors get out of control. I had to just walk away because I told my grandson to stop spinning in the chair, and he wanted to spin in the chair and almost fail. So just being hard-headed, so now his little butt can sit on the floor. So since he don't know how to sit in the chair. No, you're not sitting in my chair. You don't know how to sit in the chair. No. Okay, so when we talk about staying positive, I want to share some information with you, and it indicates what does it mean to stay positive. Staying positive means accepting the fact that one may be in deep trouble and working towards a plausible solution rather than just sitting and crying over the fact that you're in deep troubles or crying over the fact that you can't fix your situation. It is a your frame of mind, the strength and hope you maintain when you're in a difficult situation. And we start talking about difficult situations because everybody's situation is different, whether and how they are viewing what's going on in the world today. But with this pandemic, it's affecting individuals in so many different ways till we all are feeling it some kind of way. Now, when we talk about, well, Jeanette, why is it difficult for people to stay positive? Why is individuals having such a hard time? I want to give you guys some information in regards to how to stay positive in hard times. And they indicate here are a few ways or a few things just to consider. One is when we start talking about why should I be positive, I want to challenge you to think what is being negative going to get you? How is that going to help you? And how is that going to change your situation? in regards to why not choose trying to be positive versus trying to be negative. Now, with what's, like I said, I want to share some other information with you guys. I'm still trying to watch this little boy at the same time as he's flipping chairs all in my office. Here is some information, and it's coming from what's called the Positivity Blog, and it says how to stay positive. And they offer 11 smart habits. One of the things we have to remember is having a positive mental attitude is asking how something can be done rather than saying it can't be done. With all of this that's going on, we know that God is in control. We say that all the time, but do we really believe it? You know, I was on Facebook the other day, and I was talking about the way my dog was acting. Shoot, I was wondering my dog had the coronavirus. And the first thing they were saying was pets can't get it. Now we're seeing that tigers have gotten it or, you know, we really don't know. But just because we don't know doesn't mean that we have to react and be panicky or afraid or, you know. But the thing is, and I'm looking at this in regards to what it's written where we says our people believe it's going to be okay or God is in control and having this positive attitude. And it indicates to avoid situations in which you might make mistakes. Many may and sometimes that could be the biggest mistake at all by trying to avoid something. Now, what did I tell you about that chair writer? Just because I said don't sit in it, still don't spin it. 
Now, we start talking about um, the Udis boy right here, and I am doing my best to stay positive. Give me one break. Don't touch my chair. Go sit down. Don't touch my chair. Go sit on the couch, writer. No. I said no, because you're being hard-headed and you're not listening. Okay, this young man is just testing my patience. Okay, so when we start getting back to, okay, somebody in the call in. Thank you, Jesus. Hi, this is Jeanette. Welcome Thank to you. Praise Jesus. Six Minutes. How are you doing? Never ended in six days. Pardon me? Hi. And what do you want to add to the show as we're talking <clears throat> about staying positive? Because I know I'm struggling right about now about being positive. So my grandson getting on my nerve. Well, that's what they do, man. They get on that last nerve and they start tap dancing on it, you know? <laughs> we yeah. beyond tap dancing. Yeah, we I'm down to my last nerve. nerve. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah I told the person, they was getting on my last nerve. Somebody told me, how do I know it's my last one? I, I'm just like, and, and I'm looking right at him, and he's just doing things just to just irritate me on purpose. Because he know yeah. I see him, and I keep telling him stop spinning the chair because his butt almost flipped over in the chair, but he won't listen. Okay. Uh-oh. So what do you want to say what? in regards to the listeners in regards to staying positive? Okay. Interesting. Uh, let's see how we do this. Uh, positive. You know, it's all about it's all about an attitude. And if you've got a positive attitude, that's going to be a reflection of where you're at, your altitude. So sometimes you're up here, up here, when your altitude has you, you want to come down here, but you don't want to come down. But you've got to come down because you're not going to rely on your feelings because you already know how that works. So you're going to, you're going to come down. Because you know that somebody needs you, and if mm-hmm. you ever needed somebody, if you ever needed somebody to lean on, they'd have to come down to where you are and help you. Mm-hmm. You understand? So let me call on the next person. Okay, somebody else is calling in. Yeah. Hi, this is Jeanette. Welcome to Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? I'm not doing good at all. This little sucker, you know these chairs in my office. I got a little kid that wanted to keep spinning in the chairs. So he kept spinning, so I told him to spin in my chair to sit on the floor. He goes sit on the floor and spin the chair with his hand. So. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> oh, he's a smart kid. Woo-wee. Woo-wee. Lord Jesus. Okay, but it's, it's going to be all good. So when we start talking about staying positive, and I want to give the listeners some information in regards to some of the things that we can do to stay positive, because I know a lot of individuals are trying to do their own thing and trying to keep a positive mindset. It's raining outside. Kids have been out of school for what now? It's been almost a month. You know, some individuals have been off of work, staying indoors. Things are getting worse. I'm looking at Facebook. Some individuals are passing away. You know, it's just a lot going on. Now, what do you want to add to the show as we're talking about staying positive? 
Well, um, I didn't get to hear the, but I don't know what the other person was saying because I came in and he was talking and then I didn't, I didn't hear it all. I had a bad connection. But um, as far as being, what I've been doing um, is we've been keeping a regular schedule, just like school. It was, it was a school to get up in the morning, sometimes a little later than usual because, you know, it, it's not going to matter if we're up a few hours later because I've noticed the kids have wanted to sleep a little bit longer there. Uh, but we've been doing exercise and well, right now it's raining. So yesterday, of course, we were out twice and we did in the development area where we live, we did uh, a couple miles and then we, um, my kids like to have the YouTube. They have a lot of exercise YouTube things you can do. And if you mm-hmm. can put it on your TV, you can do it like they have family fun time um, mm-hmm. where you can all exercise together. And there's a dance thing. And then I also have I um, am a member of Peloton, so I have a Peloton bike, which also has a app on the Peloton, I didn't realize it, called Dance. Mm-hmm. So I did that myself along with after I did it with my kids. Um, and then just playing, you know, we're playing ball inside, playing ball outside, um, doing FaceTime, you know, to different people and checking in on everybody and trying to just be as positive as we can. I mean, I know it's very hard for me. I find that I felt better if I do a lot of yoga and meditation, which I know a lot of people don't, some people haven't done, a lot of people don't like to do it, but it has made a difference in my sleep pattern this last week mm-hmm. um, just by listening and tuning the world out and living to mindfulness stuff, you know, mm-hmm. mindfulness music, because there's a free Calm app, which I'm sure a lot of people know about. There's a lot of different apps that people can, you know, get, but there's also YouTube that has it, and then you can plug it into your Bluetooth, put it in your, you know, and just go into your room and lay down, Um I try to do it, especially when my kids, after I've we've had a day of PE and whatever, and school's out at three. So mm-hmm. yesterday we lay down, took us took a break, and we all fell asleep for an hour and a half, which was nice. Well, you know what? You know what I like what you just said, Michelle. You said basically tuning out. Sometimes you have to tune out the world, tune out negative people, tune out negative energy because people can drain you, and sometimes right. it very difficult to stay positive because they wondering why are you so happy i'll give you an example i'm i got writer and lord knows writer is so much like me we just bump heads writer woke up at midnight and said granny i'm hungry i got out the bed and i started laughing he said is it funny you know good one i don't want to laugh getting out the bed at midnight <laughs> when somebody talking about they hungry when i had to try to keep a positive attitude I said, okay, writer, I'll give you some enchiladas. They too spicy. <laughs> oh, Boy, he's about chicken. He said, it's cold. I want some chips. I said, okay, you're going to eat chicken and chips. <laughs> I went back to bed. So it's like everything I tried to do to stay positive, writer go try his best to just make me mad. And he's doing all puppies. So when you start well, to tune and tone and, and, and separate yourself, what are some of the things that you can do? Well, you know what? When you just said what you did, now you know I have a disabled daughter. And mm. she has she was sleeping through the night. But since all of this has started, she wakes up certain hours of the night or whatever. So I have come up with 
trying to be like, okay, because I, I have to, I'm waking up thinking seriously. Is she waking me up at midnight? Is she waking me up at 2 o'clock? Is she waking me up at 4 o'clock? Okay, so to be positive, so I, so I, no, I, I don't want to give in to her all the time, but because of her eating issues, maybe writer's not the same way, but I don't know. I mean, I would probably would have writer. I would probably would have said, you know what, okay, here it is. But this is what you can do, and because they're feeling the anxiety and everything of everybody, is I have now set up a little uh, food thing in my room where the kid can't see it. So I have the cup, so when she wants her pediasure, so I'm all ready for her, and she'll say, Mommy, can I have my pediasure? And instead of me saying, I'm thinking, you know what, don't, re- don't engage, don't respond. Just, oh, sure, honey. You know what, oh, it's still nighttime. Go back to sleep, okay? But now enchiladas. A different story. <laughs> well, I, the enchiladas are already I, made, and they, all I did well, was heat them up. And I cooked them the other. I mean, I cooked okay, them up the other day. Now, one of the things well, we talked about. Is put them in your room. Put them in your mm-hmm. room. I didn't want them in, in my room. No, because where I don't want to sleep in his room. So he was good in his oh, own room. Okay. Okay. So, so we good with that. But it was just that he just he. Some people could just be annoying. So we start talking about staying positive, and this is coming from what's called the conscious life, and it says 10 ways to stay positive during tough times. And one of the things that they indicate is quit being a victim. Sometimes we victimize ourselves. It's easier to assume the role of a victim during tough times than taking responsibilities for yourself, but doing so will only prolong your suffering and put off people who may be able to help you out. Letting go of the victim label also frees you from resentment and bitterness, which will only jam up the creative energies you need to get out of the mess. You know, a lot of times individuals are upset and they're talking about even what's going on today in life, and we wanted to find someone but to blame. Now, let me see. I think Way Busy hung up and then called back. Let me see. I think he did. I don't know if we lost him. Okay, hi. This is Jeanette. Number ended in 3-8. How are you doing? Welcome to the show. Hi. How are you? I just came uh cross show and everything is a choice in life so everything also is energy so we can uh, stay in negative or shift into positive that's all mm-hmm. starting within ourselves and understanding our spirituality not necessarily religion I say any religion that's not leading you to a personal heart to God relationship as a third party manipulator as well as a lot of other things so you have to look in the look in the mirror and ask yourself who's really controlling you. <laughs> and You're right. You, have you know what? That's why when we start talking about the mind, and sometimes, like I said, sometimes even if something does happen, or a person has done something to you, sometimes just staying positive and focusing on the positive, it it helps because when you focus on that, no matter how the situation may be, no matter what it looks like, in your mind you can always change it to something else. Like I was using my grandson as an example. When I started laughing, he thought it was funny. I was laughing to calm myself down. I dare you can wake me up at midnight time and I'm hungry. You know, we have another caller on the line. Let me log this person on. Good afternoon. My name is Jeanette Abney. Welcome to Precious Predicaments. How are you doing? Number ended in 09. Uh, Hello, Jeanette. Hi. And what do you want to add to the show as we're talking about how to stay positive or staying positive? Just keep yourself busy. Uh, You know, read your Bible or, you know, stuff like that. Well, Everybody has to stay inside, you know. 
looking to utilize it in a unique way to help the people of Haiti who can't help themselves and create a whole new uh, way of looking at global philanthropy. The poem is very short. It's only three lines long. It's titled Caring Sharing. It reads, if you dare to care, then share. If you share, pay heed. God will reward every good deed. If you really contemplate the poem, it will force you to take an action to help someone less fortunate than yourself. And when you do that, it's actually a blessing back to you. Don't look to how it's going to come, but it will. And a, a brief article after my name, Hugh Charlson, if you put on O-N, manifesting your future, I touch uh, on nature there, which is what I say is God's classroom. People need to really put down the devices and just get out and look at the miracles all around you. The birds are singing because their needs are met, and God will meet your needs if you have the right kind of connection. You'll see your way through anything. And, you know, and the next thing, even with what I'm looking at that's coming from theconsciouslife.com, the next thing they talk about is to reach out to others because it indicates, do you know of people who might be badly affected by what's going on? Some may have, as we know, lost their job because their companies were either put out of business or having financial difficulties, while others have suffered huge um, other losses. Sometimes we have to talk to them and listen. And if it is within your means, offer your help. However, some, it may be small help. Others, it may be big help. But when we start talking about individuals that are less fortunate than we are, it also helps them to know that it helps them to put things in perspective, and it helps people know that they care. You know, so we don't have to be going out fighting over toilet tissue and doing all of this. But, you know, just like with you, Michelle, talking about, hey, I got some rice, I got some beans, I can drop some by your office. And, you know, and sharing. Sharing goes and it shows that people care. That goes a lot of way, a long way, too, and staying positive. Anybody want to speak on that as far as reaching out to others? About being positive? Yeah, about staying positive. Because when you reach out to others, that's a positive way of doing things also. Because it lets people know that you care and it's staying positive. Because some people can just be selfish and hoard what they have. You know, but when you reach out to others, even just making phone calls. I was looking at my aunties on her Facebook. She had indicated that she got a friend who was also, you know, I guess her hours were cut, her husband's hours, hours were cut. But she calls my auntie every day just to check on her to see how she's doing. You know, people don't realize that right. goes a long way because you can you can basically elevate somebody else's mood by just showing that you even care. Well, yeah, like I will tell you that, like, I that's what we've been doing. And then on Mondays and Tuesdays we have um, some therapy sessions with my kids. And so sometimes there's a few hours in the afternoon, but afterwards we call and we make, we have a list of people who will call on FaceTime and talk to them so they can see them because that's, to us, it's more like if you can do FaceTime or Zoom, but if not, we do the phone call. But we have our list. We check in every day and find out how they're doing because it is. It's better, you know, instead of like yesterday when I was talking about how we were really pushing and, you know, and I was feeling kind of low a little bit yesterday, so I really pushed myself with the exercising, and I did 10 or 11 miles on my hiking with her. And so then I, when I sent it out to my girlfriend's, and because we're 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 doing it, we're trying to do a challenge with each other, to be positive so that we can see who can do most or whatever. But even if we have bad days and we have 
we have a little meeting together. We get together a, a little symposium, and we talk to each other. But um, she did a half a marathon, so I said, good job. I said, there was no more way that I was doing more than 10 miles. You did 13? I said, but she can't walk today. <laughs> That's okay. I told her, at least you got it done and you felt better and you feel better about yourself. And so, but even the kids, you know, the kids that doing the homework and checking on each other, it is. It's just up looking because when you don't hear from somebody and you're thinking, you know, well, Guys, I mean, I used to talk to them and people, but I know that some people, if they're negative, they sometimes don't want to talk to people, but it's, it's still good to reach out to them and try to, you know, say, you know, I know it sucks, but I just hope you're doing okay. And, you know, um, I've seen a lot of that, like you said, on Facebook and things where there's people that are sick and prayers and, um, you know, what's going on and, we never know what's going to happen from day to day. I mean, I didn't even have time to check today to find out what changes have made today. And now the last thing I knew was everybody has to have masks on before they didn't have to have masks on. So is that a positive thing or is that a negative thing? I don't know because why didn't they do it a long time ago? <laughs> so, I, know. Okay. I know. So You know, Michelle, and it kind of goes back to the next one, which we, I believe I indicated a little bit, but limit bad news intake in order to stay right. positive. Because being constantly fed with gloomy news is enough to make anyone be dogmatic for just no reason. Because hearing bad news once is enough, but not ten times, or the same news in different versions. You know, so sometimes we become addicted to that. You, you know, you got individuals just constantly listening to the media. I've heard people say, you know what, I'm tired of watching the news. And they're so busy focusing on the negative and not focusing on the positive, but yet you don't want to minimize things either. Because I saw something on the news this morning, and this guy, he's a truck driver in Detroit. And we, you know, should keep his family in prayer because the guy was complaining about a person getting on his bus, coughing on the bus. And so when he said something, people kind of took offense to it. But they said, I believe within three days or whatever, the man got sick and the man then died. And now this man has six kids, and he was a bus driver trying to go to work every day, feeding his family. And then yet individuals, knowing that they're sick, may know that they are testing positive or whatever, they're still out there purposefully infecting other individuals. Now, I don't mean everybody's going to die, but people are losing their lives. You know, and he, well, he, yeah, he that's true. did reporting right before he, you know, Got sick and passed away the coronavirus. Yeah, and you they, show any, they, they didn't show any symptoms, and that's true. And I, I was, I'm surprised, like in some of the states, if the buses are still working, because mm-hmm. I'm like, can you go in Uber? Can you go in the bus? Can you go and I mean, they talk about all the things are closed down, what you can't do, but what other things are still? Is the bus? I guess is the bus is an essential. An essential well, thing, so yeah, keeping it open. Well, yeah, because from work. I don't think they expect, because if you cut down the uh, if you stop the buses, you're limiting public um, transportation. From my understanding, I talked to a guy that I know that drives lifts, and he said that the numbers are really, really low. So I don't think there's a lot of lift drivers and stuff out there right now, too. You've got a lot of individuals that are doing the, um, their, that they work for Lyft, they're going out doing like the, the Uber Eats or the Grubhub or delivering food and groceries, you know, so they're doing different things 
to um, try to maintain some type of income, but you don't know if you get in a car with the Uber driver or the Lyft driver, they may be sick. So you never know. But you do want to just well, try to stay true. positive. And I, I know they've been talking about the growth, you know, the even though I don't turn on the news, I mean, I turn it on every so often or somebody will call and tell me, oh, did you hear this? And I'll say, no. Okay, oh, this is the newest thing. So I think it's effective in California today about the masks or something. And now stores, the, the grocery store people have to wear them, but you can't go in without a mask, mm. I guess. Wow. And then it's like, okay, you can't go in without a mask. So I'm like, okay. And there's something you can do a make because you can't get any masks, so, and people are panicking about it. But, you know, you can use, like, a bandana or just double it or something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, as long as you don't breathe, you can breathe. If you can still breathe through it, it's not the same as a mask. But at least I think there was a doctor that pointed out the positive part of it was that mm-hmm. if you're covering your mouth, even if you cough, you know, at least it's it's not going past whatever's in front of your face. So, that's that will help slow things down, because. But you know, uh, people. I hear other people say, "Well, what are we gonna have to do this forever?" Well, no, don't think of it that way. Just look at it like right now. It's just we have to do this right now. And when it goes back to when you were saying about you know being you know positive or whatever, look at what you have, you know. And I'm and you know I look and say okay look what I have and people look at my pantry when they come in my house I I have certain people that come in my house and they're like your pantry's pretty empty and I said hey be grateful and positive that you got what I got in there if you don't like it <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean I I got I, I mean I've got enough to get by I mean but I you know I mean people are gonna you know like there are people that don't have much in their pantry don't have anything in their pantry and they have to go to the store and they can't even find things but you know, it's a help to do. I mean, I've done it for other people. When I've gone to the store, I've called up the other people, which is a nice thing I think you could do as a positive thing is, you know, if you know you're going to Costco and you've got four or five people you know that are home and you're going to the Costco, then why don't you just, everybody just, you know, and then that person can get the stuff. Correct. And you know what? And that is true. And because a lot of times when you help out and you reach out to another person, that does go a long way. Now, I'm looking at some information, and it's talking about some steps. Because some individuals, we start talking about staying positive. It takes practice to stay positive, Michelle, because some individuals are just Debbie Downers. It's just in their spirit. It's just, you know, I don't know if it's because of something that may have happened, the way they just felt. But it's like the caller was saying earlier, too, we have to choose. You have to choose to be positive, and you have to maintain right. it, and you have to practice it. Now, I have some information, and it talks about 12 ways to instantly become a more positive person. And some will say, is it really possible to change your mindset? And it really is if you practice, if you focus on it. Because if you don't, if you want to stay negative like that, you find yourself alone, you find yourself by yourself, you know, because a lot of individuals don't want to entertain that right now. But one of the things that indicate is pick a personal mantra and repeat it. Even though it may feel strange at first, but talking to yourself is an easy trick that can help. We're often hard, harder on ourselves than we would ever be on someone else. So when we start talking about, you know, what we have, what we don't have, what we can do, what we can't do, you know, and a lot of times people talk about what they can't do, but they don't focus on what they can do. So even though, like I said, that may seem strange at first, 
But talking to yourself is an easy trick, and it can help. Talk yourself into being positive. Another thing is pay less attention to negative thoughts. Now, sometimes, you know, people say, well, Jeanette, that's impossible because if people around me are negative or I'm living in a home where people are just fighting at each other's throat or purposely doing things, you know, but pay less attention to that. And sometimes we have to lead by example. And the third one is be kind to yourself. Part of being positive is also being kind to yourself and change your language. Now, I like the change in your language without even talking to yourself because words make a big difference in how you feel and in the way others perceive you. Anybody want to mm-hmm. speak on that or changing your language? Yes, that's exactly what my Angela was talking about when she was commenting on my poem, but I just want to also open up people's minds because if you're going to be narrow-minded, <laughs> then you'll never see the bigger picture. And I want to—I love the indigenous people because of the wisdom that's passed down orally through the ages. And uh-huh. uh, there, there's a, a, a statement an Indian woman made to a, a man, and she said there are two wars raging in a man's heart. One is hate, and the other uh-huh. is love. And the man asked, which one wins? And she said, the one you give most attention to. So uh-huh. that's that's the one you feed the most. And when you talk yeah. about indigenous individuals, is the thing with individuals, and we start looking at individuals, whether we put them in a social economic status or class, or even an educational level, they learned to make the best with what they got. You know, some individuals. Well, they can also we clean up the environment too. Right. What, what did you say? They know how to clean up the environment that will work with oh, yes. them. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. See, a lot of so, times people take things, people for granted, and take things for granted. But some individuals learn to appreciate things. And that kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier. When you start appreciating what you do have, it makes a big difference. You know, I want to speak. Speak on this one a little bit, too, and it talks about practice random acts of kindness, and it kind of goes into some of the things that Michelle and I were talking about, because we need to learn how to be kind to one another, because that also shows a positive mindset, and that needs to spread, because, I mean, people are just so rude and so disrespectful, so they're just getting so out of control, but it takes practice. Yeah, it does. You have to practice it. And, I mean, I've thought about, okay, this time last year, I, I, I've, i to me, and probably you know, I mean, I maybe you've seen it, I think I've come a long way with being positive. Last year I wasn't as positive. Um, I mean, I, I might have appeared positive in most of the time and sometimes, but the people that know me know what I've gone through and what I went through. And, I look back at it and think, you know, I was trying to be positive, but I was pretty angry and negative mm-hmm. most of the time because, you know, I was losing my husband, losing my mother-in-law, losing my daughter, people dying one, two, three, and still trying to put a smile on my face. And people ask me now, well, you're, you're, you're more calmer and you seem happier, and it's, it's a choice that I had to make because nothing I can do is going to change what happened. Yeah. So 
I have to make that choice to be positive and move forward, and I have other kids. I mean, I think of these people sometimes that say, you know, I'm by myself and I don't have anybody else. I don't know how I would be if I, you know, I have my kids that we adopted, as you know, that I still, that are disabled, and they're going to need me, okay? And so if, if for nothing else, I've got to be positive about that. But in retrospect, if you don't become a positive person inside and feel good about yourself, you know, and take care of yourself and try to eat, a, eat, eat decent, exercise, stay, keep motivated, I mean, I'm not saying you can't sit around and have a bad day and eat popcorn bonbons. You know, you can do that uh, one day because everybody's entitled to that. You know, you mean you're having a bad day and you just say, I want to have a bad day. I tell people a lot of times, it's okay to visit it, but just don't stay there. And a lot of times individuals will try to give themselves a pity party. Like I said, you did go through a lot, but you survived. You know, and that's the thing is a lot of times individuals say, oh, why me or why I got to go through this? And they think that death is always the answer. Or if they die, they didn't have to live with that. And sometimes you become what you call nice nasty or passive aggressive. And that don't get you nowhere either. So when we start talking about that and becoming more positive, like I said, it all starts in your mind, your resources. A lot of times individuals feel um, helpless and hopeless. But there is some things that we can definitely do. Now, I'm going to share with you, and this talks about steps to become positive, and it says five ways to think positive every day. One, do you find yourself worrying too much about things you can't control? Turn that fear into what's called action. And part of that action is doing what you can do. The second one says prioritize your task. Make a to-do list is better to be organized, it helps organize your day. Instead of just staying in bed all day doing nothing, talking about how bad things are, you can still get up and find something to do. Number three, learn from your challenges. You know, there's a lot to be learned from what we, what we are experiencing. And I could even go back to cartoons when they used to have the cartoons where some of the things was, was working and putting stuff away and the other thing was working and, and spinning everything and then when something happened, it didn't have nothing. You know, that's kind of what we're looking at right now, you know, when we're looking at resources. So we have to basically um, – Learn something from this. Now I want to ask each of you, Michelle, what are you learning from the situation in regards to what we're dealing with right now with this pandemic? What, are you, what have you learned? Well, that we should be grateful for what we have and be blessed for what we have and that, you know, thankful for a lot of things and that you need to be more, you know, don't just – so I've always been that kind of person who thinks of others before myself. But make sure you take self. I've learned that I have to self-care myself so that I can help others. Because if I don't take care of myself, then I'm not going to be able to help others. So I learned, you know, it's that. And that just to, like you said, like I, I do a list every day and I make an or, and I stay organized. And, you know, if I get it all done, I get it all done. If I don't, I get it the next day, you know, and I just revise the list. And, you know, but keep going and doing something because, if you just sit back and do nothing, it's not going to change what's going on out there. I mean, Correct. you have to make it change. And like you talked about with the laughing, what have I learned too is that you have to, I, like you laughed about, you know, writer in the food. 
I laugh about situations going on with work and the county and the federal government people that I work with. And mm-hmm. when I get asked a question, you know, sometimes people ask you a question about, well, how long do you think I'm going to give an example, but it may not make sense to some people, but to Jeanette it might. But if somebody comes along and let's say you're working with a group and they say, well, how long do you think we should plan on scheduling out sessions of doing like even like therapy or a group? Okay, mm-hmm. You know what? I'm going to leave that up to you for you to tell me because you're the expert. And mm-hmm. if I tell you I'm ready to stop, when I'm probably not ready to stop, you know, and you, you say, okay, well, then it's mm-hmm. going to come back on me anyway. So I'm going to trust and have to put trust in somebody else to do that, even though I might think, you know, I'm doing really good, okay? Mm-hmm. But maybe I'm doing really good because I'm going to therapy every week or I'm doing a consistent schedule and I'm dancing and I'm exercising and I'm thinking positive and I'm telling myself, okay, you know what? And I look I'm out the window today and think, I was, I was supposed mm-hmm. to go to Pismo Beach this week. Thank God I didn't go because it was raining. I couldn't have yeah. done nothing at Pismo Beach but sit inside. So I could sit inside at home, and I saved a lot of money, you know, that gotcha. needs to be used for something else. Okay, I'm going to ask the other Michelle. The other Michelle, what have you mm-hmm. learned? Uh, I, I'm having a hard time getting that one. Uh, you know, I, you know, the... You know, I want to help other people, but I got to fix myself first, uh-huh. you know. So you learned um, that you, you've been given other opportunities to continue to live, and um, part of it is the beauty of life. Yeah, like I, I mean, I, I this, uh, whatever they call the virus and everything, I, you know, I'm I'm already used to it because of my strokes that I had. So, but it's hard because I know I'm, I, I can't leave when I want to go to the store, but, um, you know, but I don't know. I, I just, I have to fix myself before I fix other people. Uh-huh. You, you know, what have you learned? And... Well, I'm learning every day. Every day is a new life to a wise person. If you look at it that way and stay in gratitude and look to the changes Gandhi said that you want to see in the world, you will shift if you stay in that energy of love. Related to people that are negative, don't try and change them, offer them ways to think differently, but pray for them. Prayer is very powerful. It's not being done in the right way either. And a couple of real quick examples is they did the prayer groups and Washington, D.C. one summer to tamp down the crime rate, and the police chief of Washington, D.C. said that's not going to happen, but it did. And going back to the indigenous again, too, I heard a story over in Australia where a huge earthquake was uh, expected, and a group of indigenous women went to the epicenter and did prayer ceremonies. The earthquake did eventually happen, but it was tamped down to almost nothing. And uh, don't get caught up in uh, with negative people. I push them away from me if they're that negative, but I pray for them. Uh, I don't need to to have them uh, get caught up in what's called misery loves company, which are the gossipers. And what a way for seniors to end the and their life just gossiping about others and then having to be accountable for that when they go back into spirit. And 
two real quick thoughts just to show people I love to open people's minds in the simplest way. If you had to choose immediately, which would you prefer to be, an embedded paraplegic billionaire or a healthy, happy person with all your basic needs met? Some people might jump right on the billionaire, but I think after a couple of days, they truly regret that choice, especially if they had a nasty nurse. And the other thing is, for yourself, if you had to experience a million times stronger the emotional or physical pain that you put on someone else, how long do you think you'd continue that? Forgiveness, love, and prayer are the true values in life. You can't take the material goods with you. Uh, just keep the focus on the God energy of love. Again, it's not about religion, but it's all about spirituality. Correct. It's more about relationship. And the thing right. is, we start talking about this, and I know that I've learned a lot. And you know, Michelle, both of you, Michelle, know that I've been through hell and high water. But I always kept a, a positive mindset, a positive attitude in spite of what I have been through because I know that being negative and holding on to things that eat you up, it affects your mental psyche, it affects people in relationships, it stunts your growth, it, it does a lot. So I have not seen any anything that was beneficial to me come out of being negative. And I grew up in a home where I witnessed a lot of negativity because my mother was very negative. But I just never wanted to live like that. I just didn't want that mindset because to me it seemed like it just shortened your life. And it's kind of like if you keep seeing the negative things are going to happen, the negative things will happen. So I try to speak life into things and try to change my mindset because I'm unresponsible for me, and then I hope that what I possess will radiate onto other people because I'm willing to share it. People may not want to hear it, but I'm willing to share it, except for my food. So that's where I have a problem. So, <laughs> so you know, but when we start talking about these things, and like I said, and it also helps. And even if a person is being negative, hear them out. Don't question them. Don't ask them why they think that way. Just listen to them. Because one of the things that I've learned, especially even being a therapist, some people just want to be heard. They don't want you to do anything. They don't want you to fix their situation. They just want you to listen. Any comments in regards to that, any one of you on the air with me? Yeah, actually, you know what, that's it's interesting you say that. And so I, and now I do when I'm talking to some people and I want to, and I, they want to be hurt, like, because somebody will say, well, she's really mad. No, I'm just calling, you know what, so I, I preface it with, I'm calling just to vent, okay? I'm not really mad or not. I just want you to hear me so that I can get this out of my system so that I don't get a negative attitude. And Mm -hmm. right before the show, I'll give you an example, is, you know, I got this weird phone call over the weekend about my mother-in-law, who Jeanette knows passed away three weeks before her son in December of 2018. Okay, my husband passed away in January of 2019. Okay, so I get this phone call from the place that, took her from California to Nevada to put her in her plot, okay? I get this phone call, and it's a message, and they want to talk to me because the mortuary was calling them for the last known, what is it, the last known relative? I'm like, what yeah, is this yeah. all about? This is weird. Okay, anyway, so long story short, so I, I, told, I, call the, I call the number. They give me the number, and I call the number, and I leave a message. And somebody called me yesterday, 
And I could tell by the way the woman was talking, she didn't want to tell me too much because there was something going on. And I'm thinking, okay, this is, I'm starting to get kind of negative. I'm like, no, no, don't do this. Anyways, I get the email. I, I call the lady, and the lady, I told her, have, have her email me. So she emails me so I could read it and process it, okay? Do you know that, and, and I could be really upset or negative about it, but I just had to kind of laugh because I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, you got to be kidding me. My mother-in-law was moved to Nevada. She had a plot that she bought years ago. She was 98 when she died, okay? They bought this plot when they were like 25. Okay. Mm-hmm. So my father-in-law is already in it. And I kept saying this last year. I spent four hours every four, four times a year, and I'm thinking, oh, you know what? I haven't seen a picture yet lately. So I better call them and find out. Well, then I get this phone call. Well, I get this email apologizing to me that they need me to sign these documents because my mother-in-law is still, still there, but she's not in her plot. You play it. <laughs> no, I'm not playing it because I asked them, why is her name not on the marker? <laughs> and I said, well, excuse me? So I, I'm like, you know what? I'm getting ready to go on this talk show, and I cannot afford to be negative right now. So I sent back and I said, that shame Michelle, on you. Your mother and nobody was at the mortuary all this time for almost two years. What? They haven't even buried your mom, your mother at all? No. Okay. Well, so wait. I'm thinking, are you kidding me? I, think, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm like, okay. No, get positive, don't get negative, don't get positive. I go, so I emailed them back, and I said, and I will, you can email me back and let me know, but the plot was paid for, and if the marker wasn't paid for, and no one told me that in 2018 when I sent her there in 2019, I'm going oh, to be we, we can talk about that off the air, but the marker is separate. That's a separate fee. Well, the they should have told me that then, back then. And the they opening and closing is separate, too. So you could pay for the grave and may not have paid for your opening and closing. So that could be why the body wasn't placed into the grave because of that part right there. But someone should have told you that a long time ago. But they told to me it was all taken care of. So I'm well, a lot of times so not. A lot of times well, it's not. But we could talk about that off the air. Yeah, that's and I'll explain saying. that to so you. I have to be positive because yeah, you, you could turn that into a negative. Yeah, you can, especially because the first thing you think is my mother and I have been sitting there all this time for two and a half, almost two years, and no one has told me anything in the mortuary, and then you got to find out the mortuary go charge you a storage fee. So, yeah, that's a whole different thing, but we could talk about that. And I said, Now, we start talking about how to deal with negative people who just aren't going away. Now, I'm looking at my grandson after I told him about my chairs. I told him to sit on the couch. Now, he want to jump on the couch. So, when we talk about that, when that – Ryder, stop jumping on my couch. He wants to jump on the couch? Yeah, he's jumping on the couch. I told him not to spin in the chairs. He decides he's not going to spin in the chairs, so he's going to jump on the couch. So don't buy into their negativity and don't allow yourself to become infected with their toxic negativity. So a lot of times we're dealing with negative, positive people, and sometimes we can feed into that. And remember, you are not their problem solver. It is not your job to make an unhappy person happy. A lot of times we spend a lot of energy with individuals that are not happy and that are negative, and we try to change their situation. But a crisis for them is not a crisis for you. Also, give yourself a break. Hold your tongue. Take charge of the conversation sometime and be the light. Because sometimes, like I said, when I'm talking to you and I'm listening to what you're saying, Michelle, because I know how that works, I have an understanding of what may have happened in that situation, 
but like I said, we could talk about it to reduce some right. of the going off the handle and trying to figure out and going off and all this mm-hmm. other stuff. But, you know, so I totally get it. So sometimes people have to be the light. Now, when we... When things are so close to us, and one of the things I want to talk about and focus on, because we have about four minutes left on the show, so if you want to call in and you have something you want to share, you can give us a call at 516-387-1914 as it relates to this topic, because a lot there's a lot of different situations, and I want individuals to call in to say, well, you know, what if I'm in a relationship with a negative person? If you're in a relationship with a negative person, you might want to reevaluate your relationship. Because if it is that person's character, you can't do anything about their character. And what you don't want to do is turn into what's called a people pleaser or have codependency issues because sometimes we're so busy trying to make other people happy so we can make ourselves become miserable. And no matter what you do, you may not be the one that's going to make them happy. So, like I said, you could reevaluate the situation. Another one I'm looking at is I'm trying to stay positive, but my kids are driving me crazy. One of the things is we we are notorious for putting kids in timeouts. Sometimes we have to put adults in timeouts too. So I would say sometimes we just have to separate ourselves from the situation and realize that the kid may just be bored or they're trying to entertain themselves. And if it's not a life or death situation, we don't have to take things so serious. But that don't mean you also got to have your grandkids jumping on your office furniture either. So, mm-hmm. any other questions that some of you that's already on the line that you may have? Any questions? Well, I think you're right about the timeout. I've did that. I've done that with my with my daughter, and my kids. Unfortunately, I mean, fortunately for me, I'm blessed. They know better than to jump on a couch. So, because I ask, would you like me to jump on your iPad? No. Okay, <laughs> then I don't jump on my couch. Okay. So, here we go. So, and then when my daughter and you start talking to yourself. She was talking herself all morning this morning, saying, because she's like, is SB coming? And, and I'm telling her, you've got to go to the bathroom. She's like, I'm not going to go to the bathroom. Okay, okay, don't go to the bathroom, okay? So then when she's in the bathroom, she's talking to herself and talking herself through it, and she actually, I don't mean to be gross, but she went to finally went to the bathroom. I said, okay, mm-hmm. that's a good job. She's going to be real proud of you. And so it's, it's mm-hmm. positive reason. She's, she's talking to herself. But when I when they're doing something like screaming or jumping on something, my, my, my kids don't do that. Or, or any other kids will come over and mm-hmm. say, here, can I see your toy? Can I see your toy truck? Okay. Yeah, okay. Well, okay. See the toy truck? Okay. Would you like me to jump on the toy truck? No. Okay. Then don't jump on my couch. Yeah. Because if you jump on my my toys, I'm going to jump on your toys. How's that? Yeah. And but then, them, I mean, they, that's that it don't really teach them a lesson. Because, like I said, I know he's just bored, but what he's about to do is he's going to get a whole other trip back to Compton because I didn't plan on going to L.A., today, but it looked like I am going to go to L.A. because my client is coming in a little early. So when my client get here and I finish, I'm going to get out of here because another thing with being positive is tomorrow is my birthday. And it's interesting because when we're talking about even just being positive for your birthday, some people feel depression around their birthday. Some individuals feel like, you know, like I'm getting older. You know, I saw something on the news um, yesterday. Michelle, it was so cute. This kid was celebrating his eighth birthday. And his parents had a sign, and they set outside the house. The police department rolled by, the fire department. People was riding by, giving him gifts. So just because he couldn't have a birthday party because of the social gathering, 
he was still able right. to have his birthday because they kind of like had a parade on the street where people were still right. driving by acknowledging him. Because I was like, of all my yeah. years, this is the first year that I really can't really do something for my birthday. But I am going to make the best of it. So first I'm going to start off by going to drop Ryder off. <laughs> I'm not going to wake up the Ryder in the morning. So, but I'm going to make of it. So, anybody else have any other questions? Because I know we got nine seconds left on the show. Hugh, do you want to say something that you want the listeners to know before we end the yes, show? Yes. I used to live in the Los Angeles area and was there for the Sumar earthquake back in 1970. I lived just north of Wilshire on Normandy Avenue, and I've been through other disasters. If you live long enough, uh, life is like mm-hmm. hills and valleys, so <laughs> that's how mm-hmm. you choose to, to come through these living. things. And uh, one, two quick things, positive mindset going. I knew this statement. I don't know where it originated, but Warren Buffett, the big investor, told his mm-hmm. children, if you want to be successful, you have to do the things that successful people do. And mm-hmm. how do you do that? Uh, just even reading books, and here's a tremendous book that was very helpful to me throughout my life, and it's timeless information. The title itself is something to contemplate. The book is titled How to Stop Worrying and Start Living by Dale Carnegie. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I want to thank you for joining us here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. I just got a text earlier from the pastor. So tomorrow's topic is next Sunday, I believe, is Easter, and individuals are going to be doing different things for Easter. You know, a lot of individuals are not going to be able to go to their place of worship, the fellowship. So some individuals will be watching their pastors either online or through um, not only just through online, but also through um, YouTube, Facebook, and a lot of different things. So tomorrow we're going to be talking about because he lives, I can face tomorrow. When I saw this text, I was thinking of that song, Because He Lives, I Can Face Tomorrow. So we're going to be talking about that tomorrow because he do still live, but we want to make sure that he also lives in you. So I want to thank you for joining us here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio, and be sure to tune in tomorrow as, like I said, it will be, um, we'll be talking about Because He Lives, I Can Face Tomorrow with myself, Jeanette Abney, and Pastor Dennis Bell from Higher Dominion Worship Center at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. Until then, remember, you got this. Thank you to Michelle, and thank you for joining me. Okay. I appreciate it. Bye-bye. Welcome. Thank you. Bye-bye.